Have you subscribed to the OTB Football Podcast? What position are you playing, Sarah? I'm playing in Katie McCabe's position, so tell her to watch out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. OTB AM With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Keith Wood has been waiting very patiently on the line. Morning, Keith. Morning, gents. How are you? Keeping well. It's very excited, you know. <laughs> well, he's living down in Clare there, so I'm sure it's you know it's, there's something in the water that gets him excited down down below. You know, you know yourself. Um, you? Listen, the, the Eddie Jones stuff. Um, what's going on here, Dave Rennie? A lot of people feel a little bit sorry for him. The timing is. Uh, has got a lot of people talking World Cup year, but the fact that he was talking to them for for fourteen months, Keith, uh, behind England's backs, this is this is mad stuff, isn't it? Well, I'm, yeah. I look. I think Rennie was under a huge amount of pressure. I think there were there were a lot of conversations over the last period of time because of the losses. Now, if you look at Australian rugby, it's and more, I think, than any other country. If Australia don't play well people are able to walk away in droves. I mean, the Australian crowds are, they're not fickle, but they are, they have an expectation of success. And if the success isn't there, they don't support it. I mean, they become incredibly uh, aggressive with it. And I think that that was, that was happening in a, for a while. And I do feel the, the players were behind uh, Dave Rennie, but I just think when the opportunity arose with Eddie Jones, um, that Australian rugby were going to go for it because, um, and I know the conversations have been there for a while, but the conversations were for him to take over as director of rugby for Australian rugby post the 23 World Cup. Um, it wasn't for a conversation beforehand. I think most people will be having conversations to what they're going to do in the future. So I think we can go for conspiracy theories very quickly, but I don't know that that's necessarily the case. However, when they do get him and they have got him, I expect him to get a bounce pretty quickly. And he has a history of delivering in uh, the short to medium term in pretty much every team he's ever gone to. And look, I think he kind of breaks the, he breaks everybody after about two years. But in that two year period, he could do amazing things. So I, I like I would have said it was an incredibly smart piece of business on behalf of Australia because they get a guy who has huge uh, rugby capital, um, has been uh, ousted from a team um, in their in the same group, will have an awful lot of the IP of the team and the players in his in his arsenal for them. I think it's fantastic business for Australia and. It's whether he's able to keep that for a longer period of time because consistently, I think he, you know, he he kind of loses patience after a couple of years. But this is nine months he has first, and I think he could do a really good job. The the severance package or or uh, lack of a, um, I guess a clause from the RFU in the severance package with with Eddie Jones to prevent him coaching rivals. Uh, the RFU saying that they didn't adopt that package for legal and moral reasons. I mean, is this going to be a lesson, Keith? Do you think for for other rugby unions, international rugby unions, to to stop this kind of thing happening again in the World Cup year? Yeah, I, like it's funny. I I looked at that phraseology of legal and moral reasons. Um, for legal reasons, if it's in the contract, um, that when if they they do get rid of him, that. But they got rid of him. He didn't walk away. Mm. So for that, it becomes quite hard for them to to tie him down. 
Um, and his his team did a great job. You know, that's that's the way I would look at it. They, they did a great job. But funny, I get stuck on this myself often because um, you would think in a lot of cases that if you lose a job, you know, people still have to work and still have to make money and um, still have bills to pay, a whole variety of different things. Um, you know, you, you can't really or you don't really want to restrain them. I think it's unusual in this instance because it looks... It just looks looks a little bit wrong, but I just again I think they've just done a, his his guys have just done a very good job with him to make certain that he is employable and employable very quickly. Um, putting in in elements are difficult. I, the moral side of it is is an entertaining view, but um, <laughs> you know I I think he has um, like he came out and said he he wouldn't talk to any of the England people if he met them now, like he's so bitter with it. I, I mean, I look, I just hope we don't get into this other slagging match that happens consistently. I mean, we don't want the game necessarily being about a coach talking and, you know, bad-mouthing other players or other individuals or other countries. We want to see it to be about the rugby, if at all possible. And it can be entertaining in the short term, but after a bit of period of time that becomes a bit tedious so look I hope he just gets on with the, with the idea if he brings back a lot of players that have been injured in Australia Australia are on the right side of the draw they have a history of competing incredibly well in World Cups I think they'll do a really good job uh, Eddie Jones has come back to bite Australia many many times since he went to England as a 10 wins in their 11 tests against Australia Culture fit wise, Eddie Jones, the last year, the amount of stories that have come out about his relationships with other staff members, you know, there was uh, talk of leaving players in tears. Is he he a better culture fit for Australian rugby, that abrasiveness, than he was in England? Um, I think he's a great fit in the short term for nearly any country. I think he can can shake things up very quickly. I I think when it looks, uh, for me, when I look back in his time in England, I think he used too many players and he brought them in very early, whether it was on a whim or not, but they got discarded very early. Um, You look at Steve Borthwick's first squad and you know there has to be an awful lot of what was there because they did pick everybody in the country pretty much. But when you see a player like Ben Earl, who has just is pulling up trees uh, and has done consistently and he hasn't had a look in for the last number of years. So I, I think... Um, I think in a short term, he is. Ex- I think he's extraordinary, actually. Um, in in a long term, um, I, I think at times he's given too much power to be able to do different things. And um, I think we discussed this a couple of weeks ago, just on on players. If you fall out of if a, a fall out of favor with a coach, you know your career is very very short as a player. If you fall out of favor with a coach. And that coach is there for a long period of time. You mightn't be an international player, you know. And um, look, I think he'll do. I actually, I I believe he'll do an extraordinary job. I think he'll make it incredibly difficult for England um, when, when when it comes to World Cup time. Like when you say he'd be a good short term fit for any for any country, Keith, to play devil's advocate, it's not that long ago that there were boos and Twickenham and everyone's calling for his head and it's the worst time that England have had in 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 years, certainly under under uh, Jones's tenure. And often when you go back, when Australia go back to another manager years, years later, I think he left in 05, you know, it's almost like the second coming of Jose Mourinho. Maybe it won't be as good as the first time. Like, is, is there a, is there not a pressure on Eddie Jones? 
Um, well, he, 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 I mean, again, he said he, he thinks he's one big job left in him. This is his home. He gets an opportunity to, to, you know, to be the coach of the World Cup and then to go for another World Cup and, and Alliance Tour. You know, for me, I think that's that's an awkward one for him because I don't know that he has the amount of players in Australia to be able to sustain that for that period of time. But if you go back to the start of his English career and the first couple of years, he won a Grand Slam in the Championship, won 18 matches on the trot, uh, which is a which is a world record. Um, he has that capacity to to shake things up very very quickly. Whether he'll be able to do it, that's that's entirely difficult uh, or, or difficult to to kind of surmise. Um, look, I had I'd spoken to some of the Australians before the Australia game. I had a really interesting conversation as to where they think they were going and they were trying to go. Um, for them, they need winning, and they need uh, they need to be financially secure as well as possible. Uh, the, there's the benefit of the Lions tour going down there, and the reason that that's a benefit is that it puts a huge amount of money in their coffers, and they need it. So it's kind of at that right time to be able to make those things. It won't be as kind of flahulic as it as it was with the, with the money in 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 uh, in England, where a lot of his programs went over budget. Um, it'll be tighter, but I actually think there 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 can be a there can be an Eddie Jones bounce. Okay, remains to be seen. We'd love to see that uh, England Australia match up in the knockout rounds of the World Cup. It'll be juicy anyway, entertaining as you say as well, Keith. Um, the Irish squad being in tomorrow morning, 9am. We've had our own Cameron Hill on the show this morning, um, given a quite an interesting suggestion that maybe Ross Byrne and Jack Crowley could be alternating number 10s throughout the Six Nations and Johnny Sexton will be given a rest. Do you expect any mad surprises along those lines in the in the squad and then, and then in the selection from Andy Farrell ultimately? Yeah, I, 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 I don't think there's anything mad, actually. And I think one thing Andy Farrell has been is incredibly consistent with his selection and he, he understands... Um, I think very keenly that international rugby is about winning. It is about trying to develop uh, a performance um, uh, mindset, which I think they have done. Um, I think they played incredibly well in the autumn, got the results, played well, didn't play well in some, you know, weren't overly happy with it. Finding out a lot about his players, Ross Byrne is playing a bit better, I think, Um uh, and I do see a, a few changes in him, um, but again, we, we like this is like a perennial conversation with mm-hmm. Johnny Sexton as to mm-hmm. who's going to take the jersey off him because he's not relinquishing it. Um, is the big disappointment, he. Keith? That again, Joey Carberry at the weekend, you know, fortnight out from the Six Nations, isn't putting in a performance that you're going. Actually, this guy on form needs to start. That you're looking at the performance last weekend, and there were good bits, and obviously they're um, you know start the game brilliantly and struggle after the red card. But was that a commanding enough performance that Andy Farrell sitting up going, "Well, actually, you know, I I don't need to rush Johnny back." Uh, no, but I don't think it was a performance to say that that you have to pick him ahead of Johnny. It wasn't. Um, I thought he played pretty well, but um, I, I I think he has stalled somewhat. I th- I think that ankle injury for him took an awful lot out of him over the last few years. Um, I do think he, um, and I, again, we discussed this last week, I actually think he plays better for Ireland than he does with Munster. Mm. Um, with, uh, you know, better players around him that are used to playing at a higher level, I think he, he I think he actually does play well with it. Um, 
again, I just don't know that anybody is is putting Johnny under that amount of pressure. And look, uh, we've and we've talked about this a lot, but I still think that the manner in which Ireland are playing and Leinster for for a large part protects the ten a lot more. Um, but you do need the capacity to to hit the line fast from time to time. Um, that isn't happening as much with any of our tens. So while that continues to be the case, um, it actually puts uh, Ross Byrne further up the pecking order. And I still think, as it stands at the moment, uh, you know, Ross Ross Byrne is is there. Um, Joey is there and Crowley is is getting the chances now. And the more Crowley plays, the better chance he has. The more they get exposure at international level, the better it is. Um, but we still want to try and win this this tournament. Um, but it's whether you just drop somebody in entirely and risk losing. But I think we dropped guys in in the autumn and we didn't lose. So, um, look, I think... You're looking at the whole board as much as you possibly can and play the players that you have to maximise what we have for now and for the World Cup. And that's a balancing act that Farrell has to deal with. Gavin Coombs said uh, not being in the November international squad was a bit of a kick up the arse for him. And I mean, if you look at his performances now, Keith, maybe it was the kick up the arse that he he 100% needed. Like the likes of him, someone massively in form. Like, do do you include the likes of Gavin Coombs? Is he... Someone on on the edge of the of the squad, or where where would you see his um, his ceiling being at the moment? Yeah, look, I think he I think he's got a very high ceiling. Um, he also was injured. He he's uh, you know it takes a while to come back from injury as well. Um, his form had dipped. He didn't look fit enough, and like that doesn't that isn't for a guy not looking after himself for fitness. But fitness can be injury and anything else as well that goes with it. Mm. But um, I think. Look, I think he's playing really, really well in the style that Munster need him to play well at, but he's doing a huge amount of work now. And I think if you look at his work rate at the moment, it seems to be a lot higher. So obviously people are going to talk about him more. Um, but I would say Caelan Doris is, is, is magnificent at, at the moment. So, But what you're always looking for are changes in the team. So what way are we going to be set? Are we always going to have um, Peter Mahoney or Peter Mahoney type six um, and if not if we go for more power in different matches you could end up with uh, Gavin Coombs at six and fine because like we need players coming from and actually you need players coming from every province there's uh, Leinster doing incredibly well and there's so many players coming from Leinster it's fantastic but you do need the blend from different places and you need the different types of player and I will say Gavin Coombs is different his ability to short carry um, and power over um, and you know that that's an essential part of the game is pretty phenomenal his strike rate is is incredible for Munster at the moment The overall balance of the squad then that'll be named tomorrow we were talking about Jamie Osborne's performance on Monday and you know Roy O'Connor was saying like, maybe it's just that little bit too late to make a run towards the squad now eight months out and there's players like Conor Murray and Keith Earls who didn't make the Munster squad but have so much money in the bank when it comes to what they've done for Ireland through the years are we heading to the stage actually where it is too late for bolters that you know the Jimmy O'Brien got in just in time and that the Connor Murrays and Keith Earls and, and Bundy Aki, who I know Andy Friend has backtracked maybe somewhat on what was said at the weekend, that those guys have done it for their country and that that's probably the first thing Andy Farrell will be thinking about now? 
Well, Farrell thinks about his team. He's not really thinking about the other teams. And I know when he says he plays players, picks players on form, he can also go back to what happened in the autumn. Um, for me, Osborne, it isn't too late, actually. If he um, he is showing a um, size and a capability and a stepping capability um, that, yeah, we can definitely use. That's the way I would look at it. So I... If look, if I was fired, I would have him in the squad because he's going to learn an awful lot in the squad anyway. And if the chance comes and you can pick him, you pick him. Mm. Um, we've had a lot of injuries in 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 twelve. Look, I think Gary Ringrose has been playing phenomenal rugby, like a really fantastic season. Um, Henshaw has been injured. Bundy has been in and out with uh, suspension and bits of injuries as well. Um, we have to see, who, you know, who we have at our disposal. If this is the next line, guy on the on the in, on the line, we need to see him in the squad. So, no, I don't think it's too late ever, um, because what you are looking for is a spark. And are they able to be maneuvered into the system? Because that's what you need to be able to do. Farrell needs to know that if you bring a new guy in, that he doesn't dismantle parts of the system to make that happen. Um, and I think he seems to have the aptitude in which to do it, which is more on a, um, you know, a lot of injuries and now he's playing. So you just give, you have to give these guys a chance when they play really well, you have to give them a chance, you know? Yeah, for sure. It'll be very interesting to see if we have any surprise omissions or uh, inclusions yeah. in tomorrow's squad around this time, this time tomorrow. Uh, Keith, brilliant insight as always. Thanks a million for joining us this morning. Cheers, gents. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.